0: to this week's episode of Married With Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See you next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet.
1: Hello. How's everybody doing today? I'm fine. Thank you for asking.
0: You're an idiot. What? What? Nothing.
1: All the onus is on me to start this show.
0: You did it that because way. Because... You really want me to be the yeah, one to yeah, start Yeah, because him? you were.
1: And it was even worse... And now I'm seeing, after 200 some odd episodes, how difficult it is. You're a douchebag. All the weight of the world and the show is on my shoulders. Because you are you.
0: Oh, my God. You're an asshole. I'm, I'm, if you're new here, mm-hmm. we hate each other's guts. We're married. <laughs> we have a podcast. We talk, Welcome to the show.
1: talk about movies that we randomly watch and that's our lives by the way earlier when we were upstairs like putting our daughter to sleep mm-hmm. my mom randomly texted me did Jillian go to bed dirty where are my pics lol I didn't say anything about her getting pictures today and she go bed dirty yeah I, I rolled my daughter in feces
0: oh maybe because we said oh we were going to give her a bath and then I think she probably said that you were supposed to send her pictures
1: why would I no that's not anything that I said
0: Maybe she said it and you just agreed because you don't...
1: Don't listen? Actively listen to the conversation my mother has with me? You're correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's March 3rd, 2018. 3-3. Three, 3-3-19. Um, what? I, just, I felt weird not putting the year in there. Look, man, I'm tired.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Um, it's a long day entertaining our child.
0: Man, it's exhausting. I, I,
1: she's, she is f- fully two now. In Ugh. every way imaginable. I, I've been covered in so much water the past two days.
0: Are going to say something? Water what? and boogers.
1: Oh, she's so many. How can such a little thing produce so many boogers I don't and know, farts?
0: Man. She farts more than I fart.
1: Which is a lot. I never fart because I'm a civilized human being. And. We went to a water park. We went played with a water table outside. She's just so much. She's just everything right now. She's sweet. She's. But man, it's so worth it. It's it's so rewarding. It's so worth it. The (laughs) best. It's the best thing ever. Um, Yeah. So the past week we've been pretty busy because today's movie we actually watched a week ago today.
0: I know, and I was so stoked to record. And whenever I get so stoked to record, we never record. Nah. Well. In a timely fashion. Life
1: sucks. Then um,
0: you die.
1: I was going to add that part, but I thought it was too morbid. You just threw it right in. <laughs> Why not? Um, what's been going on in the past week? Did we watch anything else? No, we haven't gone to the movies. We have a two-year-old. Um, what we did do, however, was we partook in our Whoa. semi-annual fantasy movie draft...
0: Well, how that we,
1: that we talk about randomly throughout too. the year. Uh, there's two seasons. There's an Oscar season and a summer movie uh, season.
0: Oscar uh, season, we just completed. Just
1: completed, and despite the fact that we
0: led the were entire in first season? First
1: place, uh, based, no, not, well, yeah, from like October basically
0: on. Basically, the
1: entire season. And then ultimately wound up just a few points short because points the, short. Um, as we talked about in last week's award show. Um, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences don't know what the fuck good movies are anymore, and gave Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book a lot of accolades, which caused our a good friend and former guest on the show, Tatiana...
0: Get yeah, Former guest? Like, she's never going to be on again. To win.
1: Yes, that is no, correct. No,
0: no, no, she'll be on again.
1: Um, so we got second place, which I hate. I loathe it. It drives me insane. Ooh, it boils my blood. So we came back strong, kind of, for the summer league. Uh, Something I've always wanted to do. We've been playing this fantasy movie league off and on for the better part of like six or seven years now. We took a long extended break and now I've I've come back. We're playing two seasons in a row. Um, I've won three times. You've won once.
0: I was also the first person to ever unseat you.
1: You were the first person to be... I won three straight... The first three times we played, I won the first three seasons.
0: And then I joined. And then
1: you finally won one. And won. Um,
0: Not yet.
1: Something I've always wanted to do is we max bid on a movie. So if you... I don't think we were going over the semantics of this, the league, but quickly we'll go over it. Uh, each team gets eight movies. You get a fake budget of $100. It's a draft, uh, draft format. You draft movies uh, against one another. In former roster, you get a point for each million dollars the movie makes. Uh, and then we take the critics and audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes and t- multiply that versus how much money the movie made. And then also for the summer season, depending on where your movie falls, in the top five of the box office, you get bonus points as well. So uh, for $93, we bought Avengers Endgame. I believe it's only the second time it's ever been done. Uh, our friend who's still in the league, Dan Carpell, did it for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Um, two years ago, in a league we were not in, um, it pained us to do it, especially because the rest of our team is utter shit.
0: But it had to happen because it was going like like the bid. We didn't just all out just like it got nominated. We said okay, oh we max bid it. No, there was a bidding war going on, and it was getting higher and higher. And I could, I just had a feeling who, if we didn't max bid it at that point when it was already at like eighty nine dollars. We would have lost it. I think
1: Captain Marvel and Lion King were still left, and Spider Man. I know, like,
0: but none of those would have would have propelled us.
1: So we'll see. Um, so everyone go see Avengers, <laughs> just in case. Everyone go already... see
0: Avengers and give it a good review. Also,
1: everyone go see like Playmobil the movie. Go see. Uh, go well, see a lot of. We
0: can to tell everybody at the daycare. Take your kids to go see this movie.
1: We should hold an event. We should f- we should pretend that Jillian's birthday is in August. Be like, hey, we're just come go see Playmobil.
0: No, we're gonna make it happen. Oh
1: God, so many crappy movies. I feel obligated to go see now. That's the problem is that the movies we uh, took also like we're not getting any bonus. Like, sure, everybody in our league is gonna go see Avengers. Like that's great, but unfortunately, <laughs> nothing else is getting watched. <laughs> so it should be enough. It should no, be enough. No. Can can one movie win this league? Is what we're going for. I'm, I'm, I, we are betting that it can. It
0: <laughs> better.
1: We're betting Look, that it can. People what? are
0: going to go see Beach
1: Bum. Can I see her? Can you have it up there? Let me see our list again. So besides Avengers, we have Beach Bum, the Harmony, Corinne, uh, Matthew McConaughey movie.
0: Adam is going to go see Beach Nancy Bum. Nancy
1: Drew and the Hidden Staircase. Lots
0: of young girls are going to go yep. see that. Good
1: Boys. I'm still not sure what that movie, I think it's a sequel to Good Boy, that a David Arquette dog movie from it. It's not. It's apparently, it's it's produced by Seth Rogen and Gold, uh, Evan Goldberg, who have a good pedigree. Apparently, there was some controversy. Jacob Tremblay's in it, uh, that little kid who's in everything now. Uh, Playmobil, the movie we talked about. Uh, Angel Has Fallen, the sequel to uh, Olympus. Uh, and, and London Has ha- Fallen. Oh,
0: London.
1: Uh, white House Down was the other one.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I...
1: Captive State, which is uh, got a bunch of previews going on right now. It's supposed to be pretty good. The guy who directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes is directing it, you know. And Peterloo, which is a uh, Oscar bait movie that comes out in the summer, which is never a good sign. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's still uh, early, Oh still wait. Early. The
0: season starts next weekend.
1: It does. But that's not what we're here to discuss today. What we're here to discuss today is this week's movie, Baby Driver. My nomination. You have to take the sticker off so I can completely read the package. Something is covered up, and that's unfair.
0: What episode number is this?
1: Two thirty something. We are we are getting we are getting close. We are getting close. Mm. Written and directed by Edgar Wright, Baby Driver. All you need is one killer track. A start-to-finish sensation, says Peter Travers from Rolling Stone. Uh, Five stars, says Empire. One of the most entertaining thrill rides of this year, this decade, this century, says Richard Roper from the Chicago Sun-Times. Baby, played by Ansel Elgort. A talented young getaway driver relies on the beat of his personal soundtrack to be the best in the game. When he meets the girl of his dreams, played by Lily James, Baby sees a chance to ditch his criminal life and make a clean getaway. But after being coerced into working for a crime boss, played by Kevin Spacey, he must face the music when a doomed heist threatens his life, love, and freedom. Certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, a blast, says Peter DeBurge from Variety. Excuse you. What? That is flawless.
0: Well, don't throw Maybe it away. Much. I want to look at it. <laughs> this episode, what number? I think it's 235, 236,
1: something Buffy like that. was
0: 234. So then the next three Rockies.
1: It was 235, and then we did the award show, which doesn't count, so 236. So 250, if you're wondering why is insisting on asking, on episode 250, our bet ends... Uh, from reading the package on, of uh, the box whoever's made the most mistakes has to watch the opposite uh, person's choice in film franchise. And mm. I'm currently down one.
0: You are down one. I've known.
1: made an amazing comeback, and I fucked it up on Rocky Just with like my you. hubris.
0: Yeah, exactly. Pride so goes before the fall. Yeah. Oh,
1: but don't worry, you have three more movies to read. And you best believe we got Creed and Creed Two physical boxes you will have to read. That's so. okay. That's okay. So we will, we will tackle that. But um, yeah, so this was my nomination uh, because it was a movie that came out in since we've had a baby that we didn't get a chance to go see in theaters. That, of course, had we had the ability to, we definitely would have seen because we are both big Edgar Wright fans.
0: Yeah, we sure are. But you know why? <coughs> but you know why we probably wouldn't have seen this movie? Mm. Let me just say something real quick. I can't believe you nominated. Willingly nominated a bank robbery movie.
1: There's hardly any... there. You don't even see the bank robbery. You see the bank robbery oh, but you from see, the car.
0: I know, yes, that is correct. But you see what Fumas, Loomis, whatever, fake Loomis does. And that is not the right way armored guards operate. But I'll save that for later in the show.
1: Oh, good. We'll get back to that. That's, that makes me so excited. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's why I nominated. Yeah. You've been dying to record.
0: I've been dying to record. I dug this movie.
1: Okay.
0: I love Edgar Wright. I I love, I don't think I've ever seen something of his that I didn't like. Have we done any? Shaun of the Dead. That's the only one of the Carnetic mm-hmm. Trilogy we've done?
1: Mm-hmm. We nominated Hot Fuzz, got picked, something else got picked.
0: I think we did Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead against each other.
1: Maybe. I, I doubt it. I don't think I would have done that. Because I think I was the one that did the nomination. But I, Whatever. Yeah. But,
0: well, I, I'm a huge fan of his, and I, I just, this is, I love this kind of movie. Um, it was intense, like I said on the last show, which is why I was like, I don't know if I want to do it, because it, I thought it was very intense, but I love the whole thing. The whole concept, the music,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the cast. I, I mean, I thought it was really well done. Okay, very good. I've been dying to talk about it.
1: Good. Because
0: we do not talk about movies. Like, I, I don't know. We put like say... a
1: moratorium on yeah. discussing it before we record. Yeah, so we, we don't we even say,
0: oh, that was good. Like, we don't even like really yeah. talk about it afterwards
1: yeah.
0: um, until we start recording. So, I, I don't like it when we go this long.
1: Agreed, neither do I, neither do I
0: period but especially if I really like the movie if I don't like the movie I don't really care <laughs> yeah exactly but if I like the movie I'm like I really wanted to die <coughs> to talk about it because well, we it's don't... even
1: more interesting on my end because um I thought it was fine I I was highly disappointed with it really I was yeah uh, I, I now that's it I still have a, a ton of positives about it but I oh, wow. I was underwhelmed.
0: Wow, see, I really enjoyed it. Um, I can't believe you were under I Why? was.
1: A uh, few different things. A few different things. Uh, three performances, which we'll get to later. Um, number two, it's not a very... It wasn't a very engaging story. It was very cliche. I didn't like a lot of the, the script in terms of where the story went because there was nothing unique about it. Like, I went into this kind of thinking and hearing, you know, it's Edgar Wright doing a take on this, and he did, but the take he took on this was his amazing uh, director directorial style and his camera work and the way he framed the action piece. Like, all that stuff, incredible, amazing. One of the best shot, like, action movies and, like, heist movies I've ever seen. Um, and all those, uh, uh, like, sequences, the car chases and stuff were incredible. Um, and his style is is awesome, and I love watching it. But in terms of, like, what the story was, it didn't get me at all. It was, he drives for him, now he's not driving for him, now he's driving for him again, something goes wrong, he's a rescue his girl, everyone dies. Like, that's, I feel like, I, I've seen like 10 of those movies, you know what I mean? So that part bothered me about it. Um, and the ending was really messy. It was just very, it was, it's, it's a, a run-of-the-mill, you know, movie like this. Like, the style in which it is. So that, I was expecting something on another level from like what it was. I don't know, just something that wasn't so predictable and cliche, which I felt a lot of the movie was. There are
0: only so many things that you can do, but, especially with movie like this. I mean, the whole.
1: But my expectation for everything I've seen Edgar Wright do, I, I hold him to the standard of coming up with something better than this in terms of what actually happens. It's still a good movie. It's still it's. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It just didn't. It just didn't grab me. Okay. Like Like it grabbed you. That that's that's okay. all. Like everything in between the opening scene, like the the start is badass. The start is awesome. Him just rocking out in the car, um, the whole chase sequence, the the way that everything is shot, even like the title sequence, the way like the, the building lines up, like it looks like a road. Like that's that's trademark Edgar Wright shit. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It was um awesome.
1: Just everything, like a lot of the stuff in between just I didn't need to have every single person be an asshole to baby like at every single, like. But that's meeting. like.
0: It what they. Were.
1: <coughs> Made it monotonous, like. But
0: that's how they are. It's like what you want these fucking criminal hardened criminal bad guys to be like super sweet to him and like. That's
1: sweet, but the, the like, most the most interesting dynamic was him and John Hamm's character when John Hamm took the moment. To like, kind of get him a little bit listen to it, yeah. But and then, and then it still wasn't played up later on for for any kind of effect when John Han became the the like the villain, end villain, like the big bad in the end. Um, I don't know, just like th- that is a different take on it. Like, I I didn't need to see every criminal be an asshole. Guess what? Criminals are assholes. So, just a lot of the stuff it went to was not. You know, it was a little too erratic and frantic. The whole middle part, once Jamie Fox character like, like basically took over the story, didn't like that at all. Um,
0: okay. I'm sorry. I, you can apologize for being wrong. That's okay. <laughs> um, and look,
1: I I feel I feel like I probably am in the minority. Like,
0: yeah, you definitely are.
1: But I'm. Uh, you
0: are. I I I don't understand how you can watch a movie like this when every single thing is set set perfectly to the music that accompanies it, and just the power and intensity is so great. And like even the parts when it's like, they they stopped at the beginning of the robbery. He's like, oh wait wait wait, I gotta rewind the song, like because that's just how everything flowed and well, I just thought that it was so bril- brilliantly done and it was just like you got to see like through his eyes but like watching him still um as like this you know, person who's so connected to music and who has mm-hmm. had so much tragedy and is doing this for a better purpose. Um, I just like the the ambiguity of of that, like does that make him a bad guy or or sure. not? Um, but I I just
1: I liked I, I loved l- it. I liked baby as a character, and I liked what made him up. You know, him with his foster dad yeah. in, in the I apartment. I liked the comedy
0: there. There was a lot of comedy it's there. Not
1: enough for me though. Again, I think that was. I think that was another thing that for me. It's an Edgar Wright movie, so I had a certain level of expectation of, like, what my mixture was going to be.
0: Yeah, but... And it mean, was...
1: And there was...
0: But that's not fair to box him into that corner. No.
1: I think, though, that the movie would have been better suited had it had more. Like, when you saw the previews to the movie, like, remembering back to it, the previews of the movie had what? The Mike Myers mask bit that they played up. Like, the, the awkwardness of them, like, in the elevator. Um, you know, like, the scene where the amazing shot of the car... Uh, drifting, and it, the camera is perfectly into the window with Lily James's reaction. Like, that kind of stuff i think of. That's largely it for, like, the levity of the film, you know what I mean? So, it was marketed as more of an action comedy, and there wasn't a lot of comedy besides those moments in the movie. So, again, my expectations of it were skewed because of the way it was presented. And and I personally like that Edgar Wright is, I think, one of the best ones at mixing that. You think of the emotion of Son of the Dead in a lot of scenes mixed with the comedy. It's great. Same thing with the Hot Fuzz. Same thing with The World's End. Like, all three of them do a great job of going back and forth. This didn't go back and forth at all. Okay. I think it was too serious at times. So, that that hurt me. So. Um, um,
0: God forbid it bank robbery action movie be serious
1: <laughs> but they all are so why it was like I was trapped in fucking paradise and I want to see Nicolas Cage mumbling and jumbling uh, you know in another fucking bank robbery movie like it it, it, it could have used it
0: but like you said it wasn't about the banks it wasn't about the robberies it was about him it, it, I don't
1: mm-hmm. I, you're twisting everything I'm saying around so it's fine I'm um, okay because what i'm saying is
0: i get what you're saying
1: yes there's there's not a lot to this besides the the specific character traits of baby they're any different to like drive there's not a lot that's different there it's just that in a different style and in a different and there's different villains and the driver has a different end game okay So I I was expecting I wasn't expecting Nick Frost to show out of the trunk of a car like, oh what the fuck's going on? Like that would have been great. It would've been very funny they connect that together, but it didn't. Um but again, like I'm saying, like like you the point you made about the, the music tying in the movie was absolutely one hundred percent on the nose was it was was masterfully done. Even bullets like and gunshots are lining up with the songs that are chosen. Mm-hmm. And you can't deny that the the direction of the film in and of itself is superb. Yeah. Um They're probably going to make a sequel to this. Is what I like kind of heard, which is fine because the only two people that you would really want to see anymore are the two people that are alive. <coughs> and it could be interesting. Where they go from it, I guess. I, but would you want to see? Well, that's a bad question. Yeah. Yes, I would want
0: to see a sequel to this. Yes.
1: And you're not the kind that like poo-poo sequels anyway. I don't feel like.
0: No, unless they're really shitty. But I give them a chance at least. Mm-hmm. I I poo-poo remakes. I think more than anything. It's fair. I've been burned too many times.
1: Well, you're the one who loved this. So what else do you want to?
0: I just I I just really liked. I just thought it was very tense, and I just liked how they, the actors just kind of played off of one another, and um, I liked those like little like, round table s- scenes, if you will, um, the exposition that was presented there. I just, I don't know, I liked the backstory of Baby and, and everything, and you're not meant to get to to really know the other characters or, or anything like that. That's the focus. And I just really liked how, how it was well done. And I really love um, Lily James. I think I said that when we saw her, when we went and saw her Mamma Mia, too. Hmm.
1: Even I had, I had no idea who the fuck she was, and I was like, despite the fact that I hate that I had to sit through this godforsaken movie, I thought that the, that woman was very... Good.
0: Oh, yeah, Mamma Mia. Yeah. They are talking about this. I was like, you're calling this a godforsaken movie? I thought you just said it was okay. No, no, no. Why did you keep changing your opinion? <laughs> um,
1: it's pilot shit. Yeah.
0: So I thought she, I mean, I really liked her when we started there. I thought she. I she's goodness.
1: She's goodness. I just
0: really like her. Um, she's not
1: my MVP, but she's goodness.
0: Uh, yeah. I I like that I finally found where the postal money order fraud s- system started. <laughs> you got to pick that up. I I just like for for we I just apparently apparently years
1: ago somebody's bought and or somebody stole millions of dollars worth of fucking money order stock money orders. So we deal. So we both work in banks and we deal with fraud on a regular basis. And one of the most prevalent forms of fraud is money order fraud, whether they come from Western Union or come from the United States Post Office, or they come from fucking Amscot like. People rip these fucking checks off or buy them in, like, all right, so here's an honestly got question, because we don't work at these institutions. We don't work for the Postal Service. We don't work at a Western Union. We don't work, like, and this is going to be real inside here real quick. (laughs) Like, can they write checks to buy those items? Or do those places only allow cash? Like, they should only allow cash, because they're guaranteed. card, I think. That's fucking dumb. So our jobs get more difficult because, again, for those of you who don't know, this is Banking 101. I mean, I don't
0: think so. I don't know. I, I don't work there. How am I supposed to Well, let's,
1: let's work this out. in our mind, because I don't think I've ever really thought about it this way. So when you go to a bank and you get a cashier's check or a money order or a certified check or a bank check, whatever the fuck you want to call it, those are guaranteed funds. Those funds have to be collected in your account and cleared in order for us to issue this check, because when you deposit them per the federal government, they are guaranteed next day up to $5,000. So
0: From a bank.
1: From a bank. So if somebody goes into a Western Union well, to purchase a money order...
0: Western unions aren't really like...
1: They're not bonded the same way that banks they're
0: are. They're not bonded the same way the banks are, and they do a lot of their stuff through banks. Sure. I don't know where you can buy a Western Union money order from, Publics and stuff like a that. A lot that of banks, like
1: them. when I used to work at SunTrust Bank, soon to be BB&T Bank, we sold Western Union. Oh, we just no, did transfers. No, we did Western Union transfers.
0: Yeah. Regions does Western well, there, Union. Well, there's
1: transfers. Western, there's still Western Union, like 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 Western, shops and places. In Western like,
0: Union does. Walmart sells them.
1: Vendors do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Most banks.
1: And those fucking people, they, they barely know what type of fruit I'm buying because they can't even read a sticker with the number on it. But you would think. Because of how much is out there, they would know that you either have to do it in cash, because cash is always good. And that's it. If they have no other way to verify the funds that they're coming from, because I've always been flabbergasted as how money how many money orders get returned. Because this should be fine. So yeah, like you said, it has to be run off of cards for cash advances and they're paying a surcharge, or they're writing fucking fraud yeah, checks. So money
0: I I Googled it. Money uh-huh. orders can be purchased at any post office location up to $1,000. Sure. Pay for your money order with cash, debit card, or traveler's checks.
1: So it's all debit card fraud. Yeah. So basically people are...
0: Western Union and 7-Eleven are currently two places that you can buy a money order with a credit card. So, yeah, Walmart so- and the United States Postal Service do not accept credit cards. They only accept debit cards.
1: But even still, it doesn't matter. because Using on your- a pin. Yeah, It doesn't matter. You can go... Deposit
0: your account, you
1: can overdraw your account, or you can go deposit a fraudulent check at your bank, get immediate credit for it, depending on what's in your account,
0: and what bank you bank with because not every bank gives you immediate credit. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, there's just so many different things. Okay, so we figured it out. Go get your cashier checks and your money and your money orders at a fucking bank. Use banks, people. I say that as I do one shit all over Augie when I was like, Hey, I want to pay for something. How he was like, Uh, send on Facebook. I'm not gonna send you money on Facebook. What are you, 12? And then now I use Venmo all the fucking time. Because, like, that's a thing. Like, you want to do, like, Facebook and Snapcash. I'm like, I'm not going to send you money the same place you get fucking pictures of tits shown to you, probably. Just guessing. Just guessing.
0: Are you guessing?
1: Yeah. Snapchat isn't updated on my phone. Somebody asked me the other day, hey, how do you do this on Snapchat? I'm like, I've not used Snapchat in, like, four years. I have no idea. Um,
0: What did you use Snapchat for four years ago?
1: Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> I like never use Snapchat. <gasps> so I was like, "Oh, I'm something on Snapchat." I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" It was weird. I don't know. Um. Anyway, diversion aside.
0: Yeah, no, that was,
1: <laughs> uh, that, I, was
0: that was that's my takeaway from that.
1: So I so I have uh, something I want to discuss about these movies. Yo, can we break down how many fucking. Bo- not, not boring ass, because that's an insult to this one specific dude um, in this movie, I feel like. But how many fucking white guys with weird-ass names are going to get a fucking break in this fucking business? There's, like, a plague of them right now. I literally have a list here, and I... I st- I still don't know the difference and who's been in who. You have Ansel Elgort, Taron Egerton, Alden Eldenreich, Logan Lerman, Ty Sheridan, Miles Teller. When Miles Teller is the most normal fucking white boy name, there's something wrong. And I'm probably forgetting a few.
0: Alright, let's break it down now. Ansel Elgort. Is this guy. This guy. He was in Divergent. Sure. The Fault in Our Stars. Him,
1: Taron Egerton, and Alden Eldenreich are the three that just like blow my mind. I'm like... How do the three of you fuckers exist in the same world? They're all the same. They're the fucking same. Who's Taryn Edgerton? He's the King Kingsman guy, I think. Oh. I he? think he's he's gonna be uh he's gonna be uh What's his name? He's gonna be Elton John.
0: What's his name?
1: Taryn Edgerton? 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 Ty- Taryn. T-A-R-O-N. Like Talon, but with a
0: T-A-R-O-N. Him. Yeah.
1: Talon, but with an R instead of an L.
0: Taryn Edgerton.
1: Yeah, he's the guy who's Miel John.
0: Yeah, he's Welsh.
1: Oh, so that one's not even American.
0: Yeah, he was, um... Yeah, he's the Kingsman guy. Okay. Yeah, he looks completely different than Ansel Elgort.
1: Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. All these dudes are the fucking same. Then you have Eldon Eldenreich. He's the guy who was solo.
0: What?
1: Then you have Logan Lerman. I have no idea what the fuck that guy's in. None whatsoever.
0: Wait. The guy who did Solos different?
1: Alden Elden. Alden Elden Undenreich?
0: <laughs> Logan Lerman. Who's this guy? Percy Jackson Films. Oh,
1: God. That's all he's done? We can cross him off the list. He has to have done something else, right?
0: He was in Jack and Bobby, Butterfly Effect, and Hoot.
1: Okay, so anyway, I'm crossing this guy off the fucking list. Ty Sheridan, that's the dude who was in Ready Player One, I think, right? I don't know. Like, these six dudes are the problem with Hollywood. (laughs) Like, all all these guys should be, like, Michael B. Jordan or fucking, uh, God, I don't know. Um, just not...
0: No, Ty Sheridan was in Ready Player One. He's the guy who plays young... James Marsden
1: in the hex moon. Oh, young Scott Summers. Just throw James Marsden in this fucking Yeah,
0: he's the same. That's the
1: You're like, look at that fucking look at that guy. (laughs) Why are these guys all famous all at the same time? Man, I They're all under thirty. They Yeah. They all bring nothing to the table. That said.
0: This guy's gonna be thirty this year. The guy who plays. Oh good. He just oh. turned 30. Oh, good. Oh, no, he's going to be 30 in November.
1: That said, I really like Ansel Elbert. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, oh, I was ready to shit all over him because, like, I wrote it down. I started, I'm like, is that the guy from the... Not and, like, seriously, I was like, I, in my head as we were starting the movie, like, once the first scene was over and it kind of, like, s- like, settled into the kind of stuff I didn't like, I'm like, what else has this fucking guy been in? Is that the guy from... And then, like, I just researched. And I'm like, Jeez. Who are all these fucking pasty white bitches?
0: Yo, this he's also a DJ on the side. Shut up. And solo. It's his <laughs> DJ name.
1: Oh, oh, you Just give me a fucking headache with all <laughs> this. It's ridiculous. It's so bad. It's so stupid. I think the other thing that didn't help was when I looked up Eldon Eldenreich... But I think I'm still saying that right. I don't know. Alden El come on update fucking Wikipedia. Alden Ehrenreich. Sorry. Alden Aaronreich. That's is somehow that? harder. That's the guy Let me see. That's the guy who's solo. Okay. Um I wanted to go to Solo because I saw like the list of casting choices for that. And development. Hold on. Casting. Here we go. There's a bunch, yeah. So literally, the people on the short list of actors for solo were Miles Teller, Ansel Elgort, Logan Lerman, uh, Scott Eastwood. I don't know the fuck that is. Uh, Emory Cohen, Taron Edgerton. Like they're all they all basically it's everybody's like, hey, we need a new uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, it's a race, go, and that's and we're just waiting for somebody to break out of the pack. Um, I like this guy though. This character was he didn't have to talk a lot he had to be more like charismatic and mysterious but then when he did talk he had to be charismatic enough to to handle his shit and also you know be into the music and and do the stuff he did i think he did a fine job i'd be fine if he'd be the mvp of the movie in fact do you have another mvp of the movie
0: Mm, no i think he carried a lot of it I liked other performances.
1: Like I said, I liked Lily James. Yeah. She's not the MVP. I didn't like her voice changed a couple times in the movie, and she and like I would, didn't know which one was she was supposed to be. That's always bothersome. But um, besides that, she did a good job. What, you didn't notice her accent changed like twice? Not really. Yeah, it, it did.
0: Okay. Um,
1: they had good chemistry. They had good a good connection. It was a pretty uh, like snappy, quick, like... Runaway romance, but their char- their their chemistry with one another. You made can it believe okay. it, yeah,
0: because yeah, of yeah, I
1: made it fine. And my other one would be John Ham, just because John Ham's fucking great, and
0: because you wanna never mind.
1: What is John I mean, Ham on my list? Uh,
0: John Ham, yes. John if Hamm, John
1: Ham isn't on your list, you should blow your genitals up.
0: You should blow him.
1: No, 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 no! You don't deserve genitals. <laughs> if you don't want if you don't want to do anything with oh, John Ham sexually. Just, it's just
0: been a while since you had to do that. List at the bottom here. Yeah. No, John Ham's on your list. I think he's on your list. The last movie we, oh, good. when we watched uh, Friends of Kids. The kids.
1: Good. Um, but the thing with him was that, like I said, he very quickly turned on the frantic and crazy, and he did it amazingly. Like mm-hmm. when he's waiting at the the diner, when baby gets there to take her away, like that whole scene. Like you know, oh, this guy's fucking gone because his his wife just got killed and he did a great job. The the Like I said, I didn't like the final scene of the movie because it was a little bit too, like, action movie climaxy, just playing cat and mouse in the fucking garage. And also at that point, I liked the fact that it wasn't Jamie Foxx at the end for two reasons. I didn't like Jamie Foxx in this movie, and the other one was that it was predictable that he was being set up as the big bad villain he gets taken out earlier on in the movie. Oh,
0: and I really liked how he got taken out. Like, I thought that that was sudden. I didn't expect it. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. Exactly. I
1: liked liked that it wasn't him, but also I felt like the ending of the movie suffered for it because he's built up as such this crazy, like, badass character that it would have been more appropriate had had he been the one that he fights at the end of the movie. Would have heightened it more. Um... So yeah, so are we giving it to, to baby himself? Yeah, Ansel Elgort, which yes, I looked up in advance to make sure I was saying correctly.
0: That's cheating.
1: No, it's not because I didn't want to get cheating. it wrong. I didn't know it was on the back that, of the
0: box. Oh, you totally knew he's the fucking main character. No,
1: that doesn't always have it on the back of the box. I didn't want to just sound like an idiot this whole time with the main character Ansel Elgort because it could have been a silent T. What? You're a cheater. I'm not a fucking cheater. You know I take this shit way too seriously to cheat. You know that.
0: Yeah, but I also know that you are notoriously terrible at pronouncing names. Especially foreign-sounding names.
1: So for my own benefit of not sounding like a jackass, like usual, I looked up one name. Okay. Thank you.
0: We'll see uh, how that plays out.
1: Um, oh, straight in well, my MVP. we well, just put
0: an asterisk at the end of this whole competition. I'm gonna stab
1: you in the foot.
0: Stab me in the foot with my new socks.
1: Those are those are those are basically stockings. Those wait, that's way too much sock.
0: No, it's not. They're nice, warm socks. I'm gonna get your mom a pair of these.
1: No comment. Uh, did, I, I didn't ask, by the way. Did you have a? Did you? Was there anything you didn't like about the movie? Uh, like I normally ask. Did you have a least favorite scene or? We'll get there. Okay, <laughs> it's performances. I'm guessing.
0: It is a performance. A performance.
1: Yes. Okay. Um... Did you have a favorite scene in the movie? We didn't. We didn't talk oh, about
0: specific scenes. Um, well, you already talked about like the beginning.
1: I, but I think the beginning like, was the my beginning favorite. The
0: beginning was awesome. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I, I just loved, like. time that, like the action just picked up and it was just mm-hmm. set to that music. I just thought it was really well done. I really thought that the scenes with him and his foster dad were very sweet. Mm-hmm. Like you said, oh, I cried at the scene. I did cry in this movie. Oh. I cried. Um, when he left him at the...
1: Nursing home. When room. he, like,
0: at the nursing home and he recorded that... Message. Message. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, we got you. Really stopped crying on the show itself.
0: Jesse, if I could control it, I certainly would. Oh, it's just really emotional. It was really nice. I, I was. So, I, I liked that, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Agreed. I like that, too. Um... Scenes. So this
0: movie, so this movie had some emotion in it, right? Made, was like touched your heart and stuff, and then it still had the action. It still had some comedy, too.
1: Cause sure, um, not as much as I would have liked. Uh, Cause the there were the scenes I didn't like. The whole. Come here
0: I'm gonna kick you in the face. No, with
1: your stocking socks. The whole scene where like they like were supposed to pick up like the weapons and Jamie Foxx is like, is insane and blows the whole situation up like totally unnecessary. Totally worthless scene that I didn't like at all. Um, I didn't like... And then the subsequent diner scene, I just felt uncomfortable. And, like, not because the scene was making me to. Again, just felt fucking unnecessary. Um, Same thing with... uh, There was another, like, little minor subplot at some point that I was like, Why are we here? Why are we doing this? It was just weird. Oh, I know I know what it was. It was just the presence of John Barenthal in the first scene. Um, just, is John Barenthal ever acted? No. He's just him fucking self. Yes. Like, it's, I, I just wrote, John Barenthal is always the same. And yeah. I thought we were going to see more of it in the movie. And I was like, well, LVP is locked. And then he just never came back. Like, I was waiting for him to be at some point back. I get he never uses the same crew every single time. But you just replace one dude? Every time? it's kind of what it was? Well, no, in the no. one job, it was Bats, Flea, and whoever that other guy was who got killed. The Asian dude. But then for the final job, it's just, oh, we'll just uh, put Bats in there with the two lovebirds and then dry baby, come on in. Which is kind of like, eh, yeah, stupid. But, um, yeah, so John Barenthal is not my LVP because he didn't do enough to be LVP. mean I really
0: want to watch that Punisher show, though. See if he is the same. I, Eminem loved that
1: show. It just got canceled and Eminem's like, man, fuck that. <laughs> So, I likes it. I
0: mean, like Marshall Mathers. That's who you're staking your.
1: No, it was it was, it was a news story recently. Oh. That's why I'm not saying like it's just like, like it must be good. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, what no, I no, thought, no, 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 no. Was that you were saying. No, I think the
1: I think the his cameo in Daredevil people liked, and I think the first season people were like okay, but the second season people were like, nah, we can lose this. <laughs> it's uh, we're done here. He should
0: have died in the beginning, like in Walking Dead. Spoiler. I um, so I
1: really like John Barenthal when he was Shane.
0: I loved him when he was Shane.
1: Despite <coughs> people thinking he's just insane, and then like everything he's done since is just like the
0: same character though.
1: He has no other lane. It's just with maybe a, maybe a different accent, like in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. But even so, it's it's barely anything.
0: No, what was his accent in Wolf of Wall
1: Street? A little bit more like New York douche.
0: And what's his accent normally?
1: It's like sub. Uh, Southern douche? Southern douche.
0: Southern douche! (laughs)
1: Um, So Uh, yeah, so he's not my LVP. He's not
0: my LVP.
1: Uh, Also, somebody who I didn't necessarily like, she didn't really talk that much, was... She talked enough. She's your LVP? Elsa... Elsa Rodriguez is her name? Please be right. I don't want to be (laughs) raising... Aiza Gonzalez. Shit! Shit! No! No! Who's Elsa Rodriguez? Oh, yeah. Please, uh, <laughs> there it's just like the Logans and the Aldens oh, and the. Oh man, I just. Oh man, you're the worst. Oh fuck! Please be an you Elsa. You said
0: R- Elsa, Rodriguez.
1: Oh, not even Wikipedia is finding anything. That's not good. Aiza Gonzalez is who uh, I'm referring to. Um, she's not my LVP. Is she your LVP? She's my LVP. Why? Elsa,
0: Rodriguez. Why? Oh, she's a... There's a few. There's a lot.
1: <laughs> On the fucking what, yellow pages?
0: On <laughs> Oh. No, I need
1: oh.
0: oh, she's an actress known for Edsa Woolworth from 2014. Cool. I don't think this is who you were thinking of. Because there's not, no pictures. Uh,
1: why is she your OVP?
0: Why is she my OVP?
1: hmm
0: Man, I just didn't like her.
1: I didn't like her either.
0: I didn't like her performance. I... She just felt flat to me she and didn't. I just she didn't fit I think
1: she did well I mean she's in uh, a room with Academy it. Award winners and
0: okay and
1: I mean <laughs> I shouldn't say anything because they're my two LVP nominees <laughs> so.
0: and but um she I don't know I just didn't I just didn't like her and I didn't like at the end and then she was just shoot. I just didn't yeah, like I, her did in like the like, ending scene and all of that I just I was just like
1: yeah, I didn't buy into their relationship okay. at all. Like, okay, so just they're lovey-dovey making out with each other and they're insane. It wasn't. John Hamm carried the book that, well, obviously, I to, because he was the one that was living. But even still, like, he had to work so hard at being so upset about that because you didn't get a lot of it from them. Again, I talked about the story, not necessarily the performances. She did have some awkward moments where, you know, I just feel like she's kind of out of place, like you said. But to me, the LVPs would either be, as I talked about earlier, I did not like Jamie Foxx. I don't know why they insist on casting Jamie Foxx in these roles as, you know, the psychotic, you know, crazy man. Like, he just doesn't do it. He just makes so many bad choices when he does it that there's scenes of him that I'm just like...
0: Not always. I think it depends on the material.
1: Enough of them. Enough of them I think he does. Um, And in this, I think he has a few... Glimmers where he's not bad, but I think for the most of it he is. He is ultimately not my OVP. My OVP is Kevin Spacey, and that's not for any other reason besides the fact that in this movie he is very bad. I don't like that character. I don't like the choices he made as a character. He just seems like he's just going through the motions mm-hmm. and not giving it any umph. He's not ominous or foreboding. He's just standing there talking to Killer Mike and Big Boy in this restaurant for that no reason, It would rewind that you're like, was that Big Boy? I'm like, no. I thought you were talking about Killer Mike, but I thought you were talking about that radio DJ named Big Boy who lost like 400 pounds. You know what I'm talking Big about. Big Boy! Um,
0: no, I thought you it, it, we were talking about Jillian calling you Big Boy.
1: Why do you have to air that? She, she called me Big Boy now. I don't know why. It's weird. Thank you so much <laughs> for letting people be weird by the fact that my daughter called me Big no, Boy.
0: She doesn't do it. You have to explain though. She says... Because we say, oh, are you a big girl or are you a baby? Oh, I'm a big girl. Oh, daddy, you're a big boy. Like, in that context. You're making her sound <laughs> like a nail salon technician.
1: Um, anyway, uh, so, like, him, like, the whole character was, baby stole his car, right? And then he made him work off the debt. And then once the debt was worked off, and he would keep giving him money for it, too. Not as an equal partner, but once he worked off the debt, he let him go, and then he needs him back, and he threatens to kill like his whole family, and then at the end of the movie, he's like, "Oh, you guys are in love. Whatever. I'm gonna get in a shootout with the cops and get run over with a fucking police car to help you guys out."
0: Yeah, that like was, that
1: whole character arc was was, pretty, was shitty. pretty shitty and stupid. Uh, I forgot. It took us forty five minutes to get to my main gripe of the movie, which is this character in general. But then the way Spacey plays him, he's not scary at all. And, I mean, Kevin Spacey can do scary. Fucking Seven, fucking Usual Suspects, his fucking bedroom. Spacey can do scary. Um, you're not paying attention to me. That was a good joke.
0: I know um, it was. I didn't laugh on purpose.
1: Thank thank you for not laughing on purpose at my jokes. I appreciate that. Um, especially when him and Jamie Foxx are going back and forth. It was just like these guys have fucking three Academy Awards between the two of them. And it's just not good. It was the thing, uh, Edgar Wright was like, oh, this is the the double Oscar shot, and I'm like, yeah, put the camera on fucking Ansel Elgort (laughs) (laughs) instead, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I just didn't like Spacey at all. Um, So he would be my nominee. I I didn't like your girl either, but...
0: Don't call her my girl. Well,
1: no, your girl that you're nominating. Your nominee. I just, in the scope of things, she was more harmless than the other two.
0: I guess that's true. I'll
1: disqualify Jamie Foxx, because at least Jamie Foxx is doing different things. Yeah. Um, but I just don't buy him. I, I I don't know what it is. I just don't buy Jamie Foxx. I guess because I'm thinking of him as Ray Charles? I don't know, no. I'm thinking of him in Collateral. Like, he's so goddamn good in Collateral, and he's really good at being that character for like 45 seconds, that he is in this. Just like being quiet with Javier Bardem. I fucking love the movie Collateral, by the way, because I'm, I'm not letting it be known right now. Uh... But then like he does this character, and then he does the same character in, to comedic effect and horrible bosses. And even still in that, I'm just like, you're so out of fucking place. I think Jamie Foxx is, is majorly overrated as well. But we'll get there in the future films. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not making Melvin One of my
0: nominations doesn't include Jamie Foxx as the main character.
1: Do you wanna, which, what do you want to go with here?
0: Well, I, I see what you're saying about Kevin Spacey. I really wanted to be that girl, though she sucked. But okay, it could be Kevin Spacey. So you can't say you only make people MVP based on
1: you being a catty woman that just doesn't. But I'm not. She wasn't like... very good, though. She, she wasn't. wasn't. She's she's. Okay, she's, she's
0: not just me. No, so she. could fuck off. She's. A...
1: Yeah, but I can recognize that she wasn't the worst part of the movie, because name me three specific bad things that she did.
0: The shootout. That whole thing when she one. turns around, right at the shootout mm-hmm. thing. Um, when we're first introduced to her, um, and like she goes and talks to baby. I didn't like that whole dynamic, mm-hmm. and then in the car.
1: I knew the car was gonna be the third one. Okay, you succeeded. Good job. It's fine.
0: And I don't like how she looks. No, I mean, like, what do you want me to say? Like, that's she's pretty I mean. and meow. I don't not like people because they're pretty. I don't don't like people because they suck.
1: <laughs> and they're pretty.
0: <laughs> and they are pretty.
1: combination yeah. is a bad mix. Um, cool. All right. So Ansel Elgort, the MVP, Kevin Spacey. I think we talked about this a while ago, and that it's going to be weird for us for certain projects like moving forward. Like I don't know if it's like my my glasses are tinted to look at him a different way. I don't feel like it is in this because this he's like bloated. And, like, no, but he's just he's just spouting off exposition.
0: I understand he's a bad person. Mm-hmm. I know he is. But I think that...
1: Oh, he's going to win, like, three MVPs on this podcast, right. probably. Right.
0: And, and, and I don't think that that could be held against us, because... No, it's not going to be. Like...
1: But this is our first exposure, I think, to it, so that's what was my internal struggle with it, was, like, am I sure it's because of this? And I'm playing a back man, he's just an exposition machine. But there's a way to do that... Like, he even got, like, a couple, like, funny moments when, like, Baby's trying to use, like, the television lines against him, and he's like, don't quote Monsters, Inc. to me. Or, like, when he's dealing with, like, his nephew or something. And there's just no, like, job, like, there's no joy or jolly, like, he doesn't seem like he's in it. Yeah. To win it. But he did. LVP. Cool. Score time. Unless you have anything else on Baby Driver. No. Just Score time. I drew it, you get to score it first. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Okay. Um I mean I enjoyed it. I really did. I I'm
1: sorry like, if I ruined like your buzz on it. Like you were
0: You were just so overly aggressive about it. I wasn't
1: aggressive, just You were
0: so overly aggressive about it. I was not. Okay. I don't think I was. Okay.
1: Now you're making me feel bad. Thanks for
0: your apology. No, thank you for your apology. (laughs) But it's like, like, every time I, like, say something, you're like, no. You're wrong. I did
1: not do that. I did not do that. I've never done that. Ever.
0: We won the take.
1: No. Dennis Quaid. I will not.
0: (laughs) Um. I really like this movie. We're going to give it an eight and a half.
1: Eight and a half. I really Oh, they're going to go much higher than that.
0: Well, no. I mean, it wasn't. Perfect and I know that. I would have liked to have seen some actual bank robberies, but yeah. Oh I didn't get to my thing about the th-
1: <gasps> What, go, I go, go get, quickly.
0: It's just like the armed guards like that they're they're not, not paying attention. Someone's gonna sneak up on them and do that. They're gonna shoot that person in the face. There's always more than one of them. Yeah, there were two. I know. But the other one didn't do shit.
1: Oh also another complaint I had, sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh. oh yeah, you're right again. <laughs> No, who the fuck was that Good Samaritan chasing this oh, car? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah,
1: on the fucking. I didn't highway? like that.
0: I didn't like that. This
1: fucking wounded warrior veteran. Like... I get,
0: I get the role, but I didn't like that. I think that I. That's why I was like, I can't give this movie a ten because so I don't like that guy. A lot of fucking
1: I'm like, I'm I'm like, weird shit was, should, that that was never explained. And it.
0: then the cars underneath the truck.
1: Yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation did it first. Uh, I'm going a six and a half. Oh wow. For this, like I said, I can appreciate the. The artistic stylings of Edgar Wright, an amazing job with the soundtrack and the action sequences, and a couple good performances, but some bad performances and what I find to be in a mediocre script with some glaring holes in it. But I go the six music and was amazing. It was so. It's a seven and a half. And the
0: directing was amazing. I really liked. I
1: liked it. Well, I'm glad you did. I, I ultimately liked the game, but this, I, I would never need to watch this again. And that depresses me. I, I love re-watching a great movies yeah. to pick up on, on Easter eggs that I missed. Yeah. Also, can I point out the fact that uh, Baby is also just like a personal assistant as well? He got co- four coffees in five seconds. It's impossible. Nobody can pour four black coffees that quickly. Um,
0: How often do you go to Starbucks?
1: I know that you can't get coffee, one coffee in five seconds at Starbucks.
0: Yeah, you can if they're just plain black
1: coffees. Sure.
0: With nothing in them. I also
1: didn't, like, him just, like, kind of walking around, like, like experiencing the city and, like, bumping into people and seeing things. Again, it was, like, I just tacked on ten minutes of runtime. so. Another thing I didn't like. Uh, seven and a half for Baby Driver is the score. Smith it is your turn to nominate two movies. Uh, you've had plenty of time. I said that because you picked them earlier downstairs by the time we recorded you forgot what they were had to go back upstairs and almost woke our child up um I did not wake her up next week we will have rocky balboa creed and creed 2 to com- finally complete our rocky uh anthology uh series also on the docket coming up is our 2018 movie we should have watched it um we'll wait until my mother's gone to to do that one and of course we're going to be watching serenity at some point this year once we've watched firefly that's going to be in the summer samantha what is uh your two nominations
0: so which, you know how I like to do my theme, right? let
1: your bullshit theme. Yep.
0: So I was going to be real literal, and I was going to be like, okay, what well, movies are like the main cast in? That which movie
1: has. has a baby, and which movie has a driver?
0: Well, now that you've ruined it. Um, hey, fuck, really? <laughs> no, no. I was going to nominate, okay, I was going to say, okay, well, what else is Ansel L. Gordon that we own?
1: <laughs> All those other movies I was fake talking about earlier.
0: No, well, we own Divergent. Mm. So I was going to nominate that, but I'm not going to nominate that
1: one. Mm-hmm. Well, don't go over like every movie you're not going to nominate. Just.
0: And then I was going to nominate for Lily James.
1: Okay, just fucking get to it.
0: The only other movie we own. Is? Of hers.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: It's Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again.
1: Is that one you're nominating?
0: But I'm still on the fence about if I'm going to oh. nominate
1: that one or not. Hit the fucking ball, Sergio.
0: All right, I'm going to nominate Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Mm-hmm. For Lily James, because I technically can nominate it, because we've already done Mamma Mia itself. That's correct. And then I was going to be like, well, I could go theme here, but I could go like movie theme, like bank robbery movie theme. And what better way to spend a night together than hearing me bitch about bank robbery movies? And I don't think I saw this on your list. I don't think we've done this movie before. One of my favorite bank robbery movies. I think it's one of your, I think you really like this movie too. The Town. The Town is my pick. I'm sorry, what?
1: The Town is my pick. Oh,
0: okay. I really like that movie. Good, I'm glad.
1: Which also has John Hamm in it. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. Fucking nominate Mamma Mia 2 on my maybe ass.
0: Yeah, I did. Because I also had Django Unchained.
1: Oh, man. Fuck you. I'm here. doing so much better. What did I do to you? Well, I mean, it's fine. The town is fine. I enjoy the town as a film. I feel like we did the town. I don't
0: think we've done the town.
1: I think we were just on and we like watched the whole thing on like TV one night. It's probably what it was. Um, anything to avoid watching Mamma Mia too. But then uh, you don't
0: get to see that guy eat an ice cream sandwich. He didn't,
1: He was on the phone. Also, I don't want to deal with my mom having to watch that when we're here again.
0: Why your mom would like that movie more than the town.
1: Exactly. Fucker, (laughs) that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other other ones in our network of shows. I feel like I've talked like shit this whole time. (laughs) I'm just talking like a fucking mile a minute. No enunciation whatsoever, but I nailed the box, though. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio to support the podcast uh, with your hard-earned dollar every single month. Of course, rate and review the podcast wherever you get them. Send us an email, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook as well. And be on the lookout for some more bonus episodes from us uh, starting our trivia series. I have not had the opportunity to edit them, but we are going to get to them here very, very shortly. Next week, like I said, Rocky Balboa, Creed, and Creed Two, which we'll be picking up uh, at the store. Been watching for the first time some point this week, and after that, we got the Town and It. Finally, getting into some good, some good shit. Finally, after a, another weird start to the year. So, anything else, Samantha? No. You're
0: good. Happy March.
1: Happy March.
0: First time we're talking to our to our audience since it's the month of March. I don't know. <laughs> Have a happy day. For mullet. This mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch.
1: Slash the movies. Enjoy your March. It's March here on Married with Movies. <laughs> it's like a special month. It's like oh, it's uh, it's it's B month, you know, on Married with No. It's, oh, we should do. It's that. March. No, we don't own a fucking B movie. Oh
0: no. You, we you know sh- that. We should do kind of like a categories kind of thing. Like we have to roll a die and could only watch movies at that ladder for like a whole month or something. We'll see. But like we only watch like two movies a month for keep at this thinking. rate. So. No,
1: I mean we, we manage. We 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 get we, we don't miss many weeks anymore. Um, did you know that uh, recently released professional wrestler and re- bane of Rich Camalucci's existence, TJ Perkins. Uh, oh,
0: he's released? Yeah,
1: because yeah. he's apparently a shitbird. Uh One of the reasons he got released was he got unapproved tattoos. He looks like, he's like midlife crisis Chris Jericho with tattoos now. And one of the things he got tattooed on his body was like, uh, like a whole paragraph quote from the movie -movie. (laughs) B-movie. Because it's like his favorite movie because he sucks. (laughs)